الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفر ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعه من يطيع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصهما فلا يضر الا لنفسه ولا يضر له شيئا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما يا ايها الذين امنوا ادخلوا في السلم كافه ولا تتبعوا خطوات الشيطان انه لكم عدو مبين it's a blessing to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that uh, even at a time when uh, the law does not permit us to meet in congregation we are communicating through this technology to remember us to remember him and to remind ourselves innahu dallahi huwal huda that the guidance is the guidance that comes from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whether we are in congregation or we are standing alone <coughs> he told us in no uncertain words wa imma ya'tiyannaka minni hudan faman tabi'a hudaya fala khawfun alayhim wala hum yasnun that whenever you get the guidance you will have and follow that guidance you will have nothing to worry and nothing to fear and the one who ensured that the words of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reach to us and reach to the coming generations without any alteration and without any editing and change is none other than prophet muhammad mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam described as rahmatul lil alamin wa ma arsalnaka illa rahmatul lil alamin he reminded us that one day we will leave this world and uh the book that we have been writing in this life we would be asked iqra kitabak kafa bi nafsika alyawma alayka hasiba it is your book you wrote it with your actions read it and now your destination will be determined on that basis and he also assured us inna lil muttaqina mafaza that those who are conscious of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and who remember him and who are Uh, in the habit of leading a life full of piety they indeed would be the one who would be successful in this life and the life hereafter <coughs> october 29th is also 12th of rabiul awwal the day when our prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is reported to have been born even though there are people who say that it was uh, the 9th of rabiul awwal but if we translate April 22nd 541 AD into the Rabi first as the first day of first 12th day of the Rabiul Awwal we would find it was Monday and uh, hence the 12th of Rabiul Awwal is considered the day when prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was born and as usual in the muslim world the debate resurfaces during this particular time whether we should celebrate the birthday of the prophet or we should not it's a useless question 
It's a meaningless question because the fact is that he was born. And the fact is that love to Prophet Wasallam in any day is a ibadah, is considered to be a part of our faith, and it indeed is recommended. So it doesn't matter whether one day is specified or the entire life is specified. And that one day comes part of the life as well. The issue that is important is that in what way the life of the Prophet <coughs> impacts us. And in what way he becomes our leader, our guide, our teacher, and a role model in every aspect of our life and in every day of our life. Not only in the masajid, not only in our homes, but in the streets, in all aspects of life that impacts everyone. And that is what, whether we celebrate his birthday or we do not celebrate his birthday, reminds us to focus on. لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ وَسْوَةُ الْحَسَنَةِ Indeed, in the life of the Prophet and in the character of the Prophet وسلم, is a role model for us. And then we are also reminded that he is rahmatul alameen not only for human beings but for the words as a whole, as word as a whole. So in what way we should use his role model as a guiding principle for us in every aspect of life, including the event that would take place four days after the date, uh, birthday of the Prophet وسلم, and that is 3rd of November when the elections in this country would take place. But before we go into that uh, aspect, let us look at the greatest contribution that the Prophet ﷺ has made to humanity. And some people argue that it is monotheism. But monotheism has always been there. All the prophets that came before Prophet ﷺ followed monotheism. They preached monotheism. They invited people to the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it is not his unique feature or unique characteristic. And then some people would say that he advocated an ethical and moral framework. You cannot name a single prophet and a single messenger who did not preach an ethical framework and moral framework. Almost all of them talked about high morality, high ethical standards that the believers should follow. And then some people would also argue that uh, all of them communicated with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam. But all of the prophets had that kind of characteristics. So what is the uniqueness of Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam? And how that uniqueness has uh, manifested itself throughout human history after the Prophet ﷺ, a unique feature of the Prophet ﷺ, contribution to such an extent that everything in this universe and this human world that is impacting human life and human beings is rooted in that contribution of the Prophet ﷺ. And that is what we need to focus and understand. It is not the prayers. It is not the zakat. 
It is not the Hajj. It is not the fasting because you would find in almost every religious and every faith people having the prayers, the fasting, the pilgrimage, and even the giving to others in one way or the other. So let us look at what is the greatest contribution of the person who in a span of 23 years changed the concept and changed the practice of people not only around him but for people whether they accepted him or they did not accept him. His message was not only for the believers in him but his message for all humanity who believe in something that is bigger than themselves. And there's one and one thing that distinguishes Prophet ﷺ from rest of other leaders, rest of other preachers, rest of other faiths. Faith, when I use the term faith, I mean the faith that has been communicated to the world by their followers, not the way God Almighty had revealed to them because in reality, none of us, with the exception of the Quran, can say that this book was authenticated by the prophets who, is, who are attributed to deliver this message to others. So what is that thing? It is the idea of human dignity. وَلَقَدْ كَرَّمْنَا بَنِي آدَمْ We have given dignity to the children of Adam. No other religious text has a verse like this. No other. That every human being deserves a dignified existence. And the greatest contribution of the Prophet that he lived that verse. And he implemented that verse in his lifetime. And then he asserted that without that dignity, the faith would remain incomplete. And what does that dignity mean? وَلَقَدْ كَرَّمْنَا بَنِي آدَمْ وَحَمَلْنَاهُ فِي الْبَرِّ وَالْبَحْرِ وَرَزَقْنَاهُ مِنَ الْتَّيِّبَاتِ It involves the physical mobility, the freedom of physical mobility. It involves the freedom to have sustenance without any impediments and obstacles. It involves that the people have inherent freedom to assert their identity as the one created by God Almighty. It is that dignity that the Prophet ﷺ devoted his life even when the Quran was not completely revealed, what he was preaching, he was preaching that dignity. Even when the Quran was partially revealed, what was he preaching? He was preaching the dignity, regardless whether it was for women, it was for slaves, it was for foreigners, it was for locals, it was for rich, it was for the poor, or it was people from a tribe claiming to be higher, or it was for a people belonging to a tribe considered lower. 
it was that dignity that he stood for walaqad karamna bani adam that every human being would deserve a dignified existence and in that he did not make a distinction between muslims and non muslims regardless whom was he calling people to believe in god they were all non muslims and who were the people who were opposed to him were the people who later joined him but he ensured that their dignity while they are denying him is not compromised and is not denied to them regardless whether they were his opponents or they were the ones who were after him there are several examples one can go and certainly this is not the the time it was that dignity that was important for the prophet and what it means it means that the people would have a right to live people cannot take away their right to live without any reason and without any justified cause that there has to be a due process to understand why that life is being taken out it means that the people would ha have a right to acquire knowledge rabbi zidni ilman kaseera oh allah help me increase my knowledge when the prophet can ask that that his knowledge could be increased that he is asking that same prayer for the rest of the humanity that every human being deserves a right to have knowledge to have education to have understanding of the values that would determine what is the purpose of his life it means that rabbana atina fid dunya hasana that the the rights of those who believe in the message of god in the leadership of the prophet would ensure that an easy life is created for those people who exist in their times rabbana atina fid dunya hasana it means that the people would have a right to think for themselves it means that the people would have a right to determine their own destination and destiny it means that the people would have a right to choose the ideas they want to follow that is what dignity is defined in the quran in the scripture and in the life of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam it was that dignity that he stood for whether it was muslim for muslim or non muslim even when the people who were opposed to him and who were against him in the, and who fought wars against him when they became prisoners of war he ensured that their dignity is not compromised even when people who threw dirt at him who were so uh, obnoxious that they would uh, have uh, conspiracies to kill against him were brought before him he did not violate their dignity and he did not even use words that would cause any kind of humiliation for them in their presence or in their absence it was that dignity that was the unique contribution of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam because when human beings feel dignified when human being feels that they have some worth regardless of the origin of their uh, uh, residence or regardless of their ethnicity and regardless of their color and regardless of even their religion and they feel they are full human beings their energies to contribute to the society explode and they become the best 
workers for all human beings then they do not make a distinction among people based on their needs so based on their race and based on their ethnicity then they are fully in a position to to do their best to improve the level of humanity and this is exactly what the people around him did they lived uh, the 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 verse of the quran wa imama yamkusu fil ard whatever is beneficial for humanity and human beings is indeed the thing that would last and that's what he performed he offered and that's what his followers in the earlier times also and throughout human history have kept on offering it is that dignity that the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam lived for it is this dignity that the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam emphasized for and this is the criterion for any muslim to determine his or her relations with the society at large regardless of the religious or ethnic and cultural background of that individual or that society that in what way the human dignity is being preserved and promoted what is it that is being done to improve the living conditions of human beings in terms of knowledge in terms of their commitment to other human beings in terms of their living standards in terms of their right to choose and think for themselves and in terms to protect themselves from all kind of harms it is that criterion that we have to basically keep in mind in every aspect of our life in what way we as the followers of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam are contributing to the enhancement of that human dignity of all regardless of their backgrounds but unfortunately when comes the rabiul awwal we ourselves get involved in nasty debates about the legitimacy of celebrating his birthday or not celebrating his birthday and that basically confuses everything that basically destroys the essence of that message and in that kind of conflicting process we basically start pointing fingers at each other and basically ignore the essence of the message ignore the essence of the character of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and ignore everything else rather than devoting our combined efforts to protect that human dignity for everyone in the environment in which we are living whether it is in our family it is in our neighborhood it is in our communities it is in our cities or it is in our world we basically remain neglectful aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullahi li wa lakum الحمد لله والصلاه والسلام على رسوله الكريم خاتم الانبياء والمرسلين ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد when we look 
not only in our own country but all around the world we find that almost at every level human dignity is being compromised we find that we found different ways and means to take away that dignity from human beings sometime in the name of god and sometime in the name of the prophet who stood for that dignity and sometime in the name of culture sometime in the name of race the very fact that the people in this country are leading a movement called saying that the black lives matter means that the dignity that god has bestowed on every human being has been compromised the very fact that the people are discriminated on the basis of their ethnicity on the basis of their religion on the basis of their culture on the basis of their caste on the basis of everything else that you can think of means that the dignity has been compromised and it is not a an individual compromise it is not based on the opinion of an individual but it is being pursued institutionally it is being promoted through organizations and through institutions and through ideologies that try to assert that some people are born higher than others that god somehow has uh, given privileges to certain individuals and certain groups and certain races more than others that idea that the discrimination and the idea that the institutionalized uh, uh, biases are there clearly speaks how ridiculously we have demoted the ideas of god and how ridiculously we have basically punctured those uh, concepts that talk of the humanity and the equality of humanity in the absence of human dignity all ideologies and all talk about faith and all talk about commitment to god becomes meaningless and this is what prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam told us when he once turned towards the kaaba and said that uh, i have great respect for this house of god and i would dedicate my whole life for it but if the dignity of a fellow human being is compromised then i would stand for the dignity of human being and we see that whether it was an old woman it was a child it was a non muslim it was the enemy that the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam never compromised on that we all know the name of amr bin suhail the man who was a poet and who would always curse the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam for almost 13 years that's what he did walking behind the prophet shouting slurs at him abusing him saying whatever he could say but come the day of badr and he became a prisoner of war and when some of the companions asked the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam that this man should be deprived of the food and should be hit hard because he was an opponent of the prophet 
all he said that uh, loosen the ropes that you have tied around his body so that he could sleep well and he could be fed well if this is not for the dignity of that individual that regardless of what you have said you did it on the basis of your understanding your own kind of uh, feelings but you had that right to do and you would not be avenged for what you did that is what dignity is all about that was also present when one of the most important documents in medina was being written down by the tribes when the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam went there first which we know as uh, the mithaq medina or the constitution of medina or the treaty of medina the earliest treaty between muslims and non-muslims between various tribes and then one of the tribes the tribe of us four tribes coming from that group refused to sign that treaty they were muslims and their right to dissent was accepted that is what dignity is all about when the non muslims who once had given shelter to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam in taif came to get the release of their tribal members after prophet had settled in medina he stood in their honor and he asked his companions to release them and who can forget that uh, when the prisoners of war being kept in medina at the time of battle of badr and the general council of the muslim was that uh, the prisoners could be released on the basis of the financial compensation that they would offer to the muslims and then they realized that the prophet's son-in-law who was still a non-muslim was also as a prisoner and in order to honor his daughter the prophet brought the necklace of his wife to give to the general muslim community so that the son-in-law as a prisoner could be released what else one could expect for the preservation of human dignity of individuals of communities and societies it is in that particular context that we have to look the election it is in that particular context that we have to see what is happening on november 3rd who are the groups who are the people who are standing for that dignity and who are the people we are in communication so that we could influence their understanding on the issue of human dignity the choice is not between a and b the choice is between the values that we consider dear on the basis of our commitment to our faith and our commitment to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he asked us to focus on those values that benefit humanity as a whole 
and how do we benefit humanity when we stand for the human dignity of each and every one let us pray to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he enables us to stand for the dignity let us pray to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we use the day of the birth of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam as a day to remind ourselves that the task of preserving the human dignity is still incomplete and we have to fulfill our responsibilities at the community rabbana zalamna anfusana wa illam taghfir lana wa tarhamna lanakunanna minal khasirin ibadallah innallaha ya'muru bil 'adl wal ihsan wa ita'i zil qurba wa yanha 'anil fahsha'i wal munkari wal bagh ya'izukum la'allakum tadhakkarun wa la zikrullah ta'ala a'la wa aula wa ahamma wa atamma wa akbar aqimis salat